Welcome to Talk to Talk, where we talk some topics and talk about it. Joining me today is somebody that should have been on the podcast a very long time ago. We tried it and we do phone via phone, but that was very ghetto and never getting the real opportunity. I want to, before he gets a chance to welcome himself, welcome himself, I introduce him. I want to say welcome to Double Toss and Talk Week, where we have an episode on Tuesday and another episode regularly scheduled on Thursday. So our guest today is Mr. Ahmad Robinson. Woo! What's up? So just get get the audience a little moment. Tell yourself about tell the audience about yourselves and just what you want them to know. Welcome back, welcome back, y'all, to Toss and Talk, and thank y'all for welcoming me back. Um, I just want to give y'all a little rundown. I'm in Johnson City for the weekend. Here to, you know, have fun and just you know, love on my little dog. Love on my little dog, y'all. So, yeah, I hope everybody's having a good week so far. How's your week been? My week has been, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's been low-key stressful, but maintainable. Okay. So today's topic is how to, how to start, how to stay grounded as, as you grow and change. And as a, as a world we grow through, like, we go through so many different changes. How do you stay grounded as you grow with, like, even small changes, big changes, moving making big decisions, losing people around you, all these different things. How do you stay grounded with everything in the world constantly changing and the world that's constantly evolving as well? Well, how I stay grounded, well, it's not going to be a day that you're not going to feel, you know, like you got control of your life. Some days you're going to feel out of control. Some days you're going to feel uncomfortable. Some days you're going to feel like you don't want to do it. But that's when you got to, you know, get that type of motivation. And where, whether it's from a family member or whether you, you know, pray or things like that, you got to always have some type of motivation, even if you don't want to do it. That's how you grow. That's even how you maintain or how you train yourself to stay on top of your game and always, you know, persevere no matter what. Okay. So, like, let's, let's start from the beginning. How, like, everyone who follows you knows that, you moved away from Johnson City to go to Atlanta to pursue your dreams. Tell me, like, just start from the beginning. What pursued that that decision to do that? What started that position was me knowing. I already knew. I'm be honest with y'all. Look, I already knew I wanted to move. I just at the time I I knew I wanted to move before 2023, but um, some type of I'll call it an opportunity, not an issue. Some opportunity came up to ensure me that I can move as quick as possible. So I ended up moving to Atlanta um, early August. And so when I moved here, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I knew what I wanted to do, but I just didn't know how to start. I knew what I wanted to do. When you had that vision, you know what you want to do, but you also got to put it in the work and you have also have to start, right? So... As soon as I moved y'all, and I promise y'all, I've been living my life the best (laughs) way possible. And, you know, I've been, you know, networking with different people. I've been, you know, putting my faces faces in, you know, different meeting rooms and, you know, upgrading, you know, my networking or my contact list. So when I tell y'all, for me, Atlanta is a place where dreams happen if you want to pursue them. 
It's also a place full of culture. The food is amazing. The the people are amazing. Anybody is somebody. Um, I don't have to, you know, feel. And a lot of people, some people, you know, it. I mean, I I don't say it's. A lot of people feel like they're in competition up there because it's always somebody that does what you do, times two. So you know, I've never went up there feeling like I had to compete with somebody because at the end of the day. It's not going to be another Amon. So, you know, I got to go up there and leave my mark, my colors shriek on the city and, you know, just keep succeeding no matter what. And I always tell myself when I'm in an uncomfortable position, meeting people that I don't know or going up to somebody that I know that is very important and speaking to them. Like, you know, you have to be uncomfortable to know how to maintain under pressure and that's what i always tell myself and quite frankly it's been working so okay i like i like your response I like thank that. you thank <clears throat> you how has life been treating you since you like moved to atlanta because it kind of leads into this question how has, how has it been treating you honestly good bad well uh, i'll say both my life um i'll say it changed drastically drastically it changed drastically um, it's just been a lot of ups and downs. Um, well, it's been a lot of ups and downs, but you know, what, when is it not ups and downs? So I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I'm the only one that goes through ups and downs, but it's been more so, it was a different type of, how you say, trial. It was a different type of trial that I was unfamiliar with. So, you know, life has been treating me good. It's just been, it's, it's day by day. I say that. It's day by day. So, like, you you know, you, you say change drastically. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about change. How did you stay grounded with that track, with a drag, such a drastic change? Because I know it, could, it can make you spin out of control, you know, especially moving so far away. Well, three words, far. three words, open my Bible. That's mm -hmm. how I stay grounded. I always come back to a peaceful, comfortable state of mind when I read the Bible or when I like open up, you know, YouTube and find, you know, a sermon and I start studying off what scripture they talk about and stuff like that or just listening, you know, to gospel music. And that, that brings me back into reality in a sense to where I know I'm okay, no matter what. So that's what's really keeping me grounded because if it wasn't for that, you know, I would feel like I'm in control of everything, but God know not to leave me in control of everything because if I, if he left me in control of everything, everything would fall apart. So yeah, cause I overthink. I'm sure everybody know that by now, I overthink. I think we are, I think I, I think we're overthinking too as well. Mm -hmm. And I bet, I bet, I bet you like staying faithful is what kept you so grounded and strong. Mm -hmm. And especially like being faithful, speaking, speaking, speaking the power of tongue, just remembering that God is in control and letting His will be done. Kind of like what we talked about last night, though. Right. So like, what is what have you learned so far from moving away? What have you learned that you could express to someone who wants to who wants to move but doesn't know how where to start? I've learned to start from scratch well everybody knows to start from scratch but don't okay i'm gonna tell you audience do not 
big nobody mm-hmm. to, you know, not push you, but like help you with your career or like don't make nobody feel like you don't know what you are worth. You know what I mean? Because if you, and I'm using, well, if you go anywhere, right, full of people that is already established, don't come up to people and just act so desperate. Because I've watched people do that and fail miserably. Do not do that. Because you're going you're gonna to look very crazy in these people's faces. Mm-hmm. You got to come up there and know what you want. You got to own yourself. You got to carry yourself well. You have to let them know that you know the business. And you got to also let it be known that you are ready and you have a desire and you are determined to get whatever you want, no matter what. Okay. I like that. It came with a lot of force. Mm-hmm. I like that. So you've been walking with force. And yes. Authority, God's authority. Yes. That's, that seems like that's the key. So is how has it been knowing that you had to had to leave your dog behind, not just your dog, but like your friends and you know, and if, if leave her in your physical absence with different friends and all the struggles you went through with that. So and this is an exclusive if y'all didn't know, because I didn't tell nobody but my real friends. When I moved to Atlanta, I left my dog down here, not by choice, by force. I left her down here um, because as the, in the beginning stages when I moved to Atlanta, I moved in with my dad, right? Long story short, y'all, he told me that he was allergic to dogs while I was already warmed up, moved in. But when I first told him, you know, I have a dog, my dog got to come with me, he told me he just don't like dogs. Long story short, you got to respect that, you know, person's house, so, you know, I didn't know what to do. I knew I had to move, and I just, I took a big leap. Um, it's it's not been very easy, you know, finding somebody to watch her um, in the beginning stages. You know, it went from one person that didn't even start watching her, didn't even just text back, to another person that, you know, like went on with the um, the management office. And then it carry on to another friend, friend of mine, which is Joel's, y'all. And, yeah, he's been doing a great job. Um, it's just been the the um, the offices, the, the, the apartment office that has been causing him issues and me issues. So, yeah, I'm going to tell y'all, y'all, while I was up there in Atlanta, I still was stressed of what my dog is doing. Because when y'all, I don't know who has a pet out there, but if you have a pet, you have to really be in love with your pet, no matter what. No matter what type of pet you have, you have to be in love with your pet. I don't, I didn't buy a pet to just say I got a pet or show off that I got a dog and you don't. I bought my pet because I I always wanted a pet boy. When you know that you always want something and, and you didn't force yourself to want it, then that shows that that's what that's what God wanted you to have, and so I always knew I wanted a pit bull. I didn't want a girl pit bull, but I have a girl pit bull, right? All I needed was a pit bull, and so honestly, y'all, mind y'all, I had left up here from up here early August. I ain't seen Cinnamon since that's her name, y'all. Her name is Cinnamon. I ain't seen her since 
yesterday. Yesterday was on the day I finally came back. Um, I got me an apartment up there. Um, it's been hard. That's, that's been the hard part. Finding a place for me to stay up there. When I tell y'all, I could have been got a place to stay up there, but I was told different things. Basically, they keep denying my dog, restricting my dog, saying that I can move in and she can't, like that's gonna work. You know, saying how, you know, because she is not either a service dog or emotional support animal, we can't let her move in here, right? Mind y'all, that's what she that's what they first told me. Fast forward, I may send her an emotional support animal. I'm thinking that's gonna be her gateway. Like nobody can tell her nothing, right? They told me, well, now because she's a pit bull, we don't allow those dogs, those dogs because they are aggressive breeds. So it makes it harder. And it's like every time when it came to cinnamon or me finding a place to stay, I felt like every leap I took, I took two steps back because of, you know, what type of dog she is. And it was very stressful. I'm not going to lie to y'all because not only am I trying to stay on top of my career, but I'm going through these things four hours away from me. And it's like, I'm the one responsible for her because I'm her owner and nobody that's watching her is not. The only thing they're responsible of is making sure she took the care of, but anything outside of that is my responsibility. And that's what, you know, put a lot of pressure on me. But mind y'all, when y'all are uncomfortable, you learn how to maintain under pressure. So, you know, it just put a lot of stress on me and stuff like that, but I didn't let it control me or down me. So, um, and I kept praying about it. I just kept praying about it. I didn't know if I was going to find a place for me in Cinnamon to stay. I thought I was going to have to move out of Atlanta. And I knew good and well I wasn't going to sell Cinnamon or put her in a shelter. Because that's my dog. And I love my dog. I grew a relationship with my dog. And I spent a lot of money on my dog. Let's be real. So I'm not going to put her in no shelter. So, you know. um, So, I just kept praying. I didn't know what to do. But long story short something came out of nowhere and I found a place that don't care about what she is and it's been history for since she gonna move back with me uh coming up this Sunday um and you know it's gonna be all over I, I feel, actually feel whole again because I kept telling you know my family and friends you know how I don't feel put together I don't feel whole because I don't have my dog with me and that's a true emotional support animal. A lot of people think I just did that part of moving with me, but sentiment, not little did I know that she is my emotional support animal because I've been feeling a lot stressed. I haven't been eating as much as I was supposed to and, you know, doing, being me basically. And, you know, with her not around, it kind of put a lot, put a big toll on me, you know, on top of being told that she can't live with me and I don't know what nobody knows what that feels like, but that's not a good feeling to hear when you love your animal. So, um, long story short, I got it taken care of. Everything's going on good, and I just feel I feel good about it now. And I feel like ain't no, ain't nothing stopping me now. And now I can focus solely on my career, like I've been doing, but you know, fully on my career. So, so with that being said, how did you get okay with not with being uncomfortable? I just learned how to deal with it. I learned to just just enjoy the ride because when I come out of that situation, I don't want to come out of a, that's like going into a tunnel and you know, you didn't, ex you didn't learn anything. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta drive through the tunnel. 
You got to drive through. You can't go around it. You can't go under it. You can't go above it. You can't move it. It ain't going to go nowhere. You got to go through it. So, and if you don't go through it, you're not going to learn anything. And I learned a lot about myself. I started turning on switches in myself that I didn't even know I had sometimes. So, doing that, it kind of grew me um, internally as a person. And it kind of showed me that no matter what I do, I'm going to do it. No matter how what how long it takes, what it takes, or how hard it gets, I'm going to do it. And ain't nobody going to tell me to stop. I didn't give up on my dog. So that shows that y'all should not give up on y'all dreams or dogs or animals, cats, whatever. Don't give up because you never know what's out there for you. Do not give up. So when it comes to y'all dreams and stuff like that, whatever y'all want to do, you got first, you got to know what you got to you know what you want to do. You got to stay consistent with that. They don't tell y'all that. That's the key. You got to stay consistent with that, but not only stay consistent because if you be consistent with, you know, you know, bad uh, creativity, you know what I mean? Then it's not going to go nowhere. So you have to be consistent while being creative with it, you know, and keeping people interested. You know what I mean? So once you do that, that's all that matters. I'm sorry. I just thought about something. And that, that's, that's truly inspiring. Thank you, thank you. You have anything to add to that? Um, well, I was about to announce some, something on here, and I think I'm going to do it. So, and this is another exclusive, y'all. So, mind you how I told y'all don't give up on y'all dreams. And this is crazy, right? Because I was just talking to Joe Wills. Like, I'm going to say last week or close to last week. Early this week, I don't know, but it was very recent. And I was just telling him, I was like, I want a manager. You know, my, okay. For those who don't know, I'm a model slash influencer slash, you know, um, you know, I'll say an actor, but you know, they don't tell y'all this either. In modeling, you have to be open to acting. So you have to act no matter what in this entertainment business. So I'm all three. So, um... I was just like, I want a manager. You know, I want a manager. I, I need a manager because I can't do all these. You know, you I can't get in certain doors without a manager because I don't have the connection to the person on the other side of that door, but my manager would, right? So I was telling him that. And then I remember I applied for this management company, right? They work with models and actors. They are an exclusive management company and they only work with exclusive agencies such as other, I don't know the exact names, but I know one of them is Tyler Perry Studios, right? They only work with the top model, modeling uh, companies and things like that, right? So I remember I applied for them. I think around the time I, I just moved, right? And so a month and a half later, they emailed me back asking, could they, you know, speak with me? That was the director. And it was other people on that call that, you know, reached out to them too. So we was all on the zone. And we were talking and she told us to send her pic send our pictures to her. And 
you know, talked to us and she also told us a little bit about the business. Some some people knew, some people didn't, but Ahmad knew the business. I already know the business. But, you know, it can't hurt to, you know, be taught. And that's what you got to know in this business. You can't show that you know it all. Because people going to feel like they don't know how to work with you. So, um, lo and behold, I got picked to be managed by this company. Um, I can't say the name right now uh, because I don't know what when this comes out. I don't know if, you know, I'm ready to announce it. But, basically, I have a management company now. And they are going to uh, put me in a showcase. I already was told I have a trip uh, coming up probably next year going to North Carolina for a showcase. And, you know, they're going to put me in rooms with people like Tyler Perry, other producers and, you know, uh, directors and backstage executives to uh, show me off. And um, they're going to see what agency I like, what agencies reach out to me. And so it's only up from here at this point. A step forward in the right direction. Right. Um, okay. So basically, what has your career taught you? Now? My career has taught me to um, don't take anything personal. <clears throat> don't take anything personal when it comes to what people say to you, how people say it, their demeanor. It taught me to always be professional in every room you walk in. Mm -hmm. And also look professional. You can't go in there looking in there with a bonnet on and a jacket and some slides and, and say that you want to be a, a, a actor, a model, or a rapper. And But you know the business. You can know the business. Say you know the business as well. And you know what you need to do to you know go there. But you don't look the part. So you got to be the whole package. You got to look right. You got to, you know, act right. And do right. It's it's just a lot, it all goes together. So people don't understand this business is cutthroat. This entertainment business is very cutthroat. You, you can't be nice in the business. You can be nice because they tell you you have to smile. You have to because if you don't smile, then nobody gonna work want to work with you. You have to be nice, but you can't have a I'll say gullible heart. I'll say that you gotta be very realistic. In this business, you got to know who's going to offer you the best money, who's going to offer you the best deal, who's trying to get over you or get a one up on you. You got to know what you want. You got to have a head strong and you got to be fearful mm. to others and fearless to yourself. Mm. That's kind of strong. I'm sorry. I'm trying, to, mm -hmm. I'm trying to process what you do. That's kind of strong. Okay. So, how did you like learn how to be professional, learn how to? Just not, not just be professional, but like present yourself in the right way to walk in these rooms. Like, how did you learn how to do that? Because you're, I know you're not a dress, you already know how to dress well. Mm -hmm. But I know about you. But like, how did you like learn how to like be, like when you, when you like I know you're building a brand. So how did you learn how to build your brand, build yourself in a professional way, so that when you walk in a room, it's like okay, this person they they have some they have a, they have passion, they have grit, they have grind, they have the meaning about themselves that makes me want to visit them. So how did you get yourself in? That position. Honestly, I kind of always been the professional type when it comes to, you know, things like I kind of always had that, you know, that thing about me when it comes to being classy or 
you know, just very uh, much of a gentleman and being, you know, but also being, you know, bubbly. Also being very outgoing and also, you know, charismatic and goofy. You can be that, but I got to know how to turn it off in certain times. You know, and yeah, you got to know how to turn it off. And then you got to also translate to your professional side. So not only do people think I'm funny, but they don't they don't play play me. You got to be like that because people know not to play. And they also know not, not, not to play my dog. People know. People know. So you also got to be very firm with people because my dog not, know not to play with me. But she know I love her. She know not to play with me. So you just got to you just got to know, like, when to turn it off, when to turn it on and how I got it. I ain't, I ain't going to say I learned from people because I really... I ain't really been around people that's been professional other than people that I've known is already established. But you, I, it's just something that you were taught by yourself to be professional. Like, you just know what not to do, what to do. It's just something like, like being a gentleman like and stuff like that. You just got to know how to be, you know, just... Yeah. What's one of the hardest things? What's one of the hardest things about your career? That, like, what's like the downs of it? Like, like what really got you down when you moved away? Um, well, for starters, my dog, because I didn't know if when I was gonna come back to get her. Because when I went there, I, I, I that was the worst part. I didn't know where to start with my career. I didn't know when I was gonna get her back. I was just there. I felt very, very lost in a big city if that makes sense to y'all out there i felt lost and i didn't know at first i kind of was like what did i just do like i really just moved like i don't know what i'm supposed to do now like i can't go back because it's already done mm -hmm. you know so that kind of gave me like a fire up under my butt to like now it's time for you to get it in so but the hardest part pretty much my dog um nothing else really like affected me as deeply as me having to leave my dog because at the end of the day if I lose all my friends I have my dog you know if I lose all my family members I have my dog so my dog and God you know I can God ain't going nowhere but you know my dog I really love my dog what's something that you truly had to like a, let's like you have habits. What's something you really have to stop doing for you to for you to be so successful in in way in Atlanta where you were? Um, I had to stop overthinking how I feel like I made people feel. Um, like how I told y'all, I left my friends right. Um. I felt like I let them down. And I, I only told a few of them this, but I didn't tell all of them this, so they probably don't know this. But if they listen to this, then they'll figure it out now. I felt like I let them down as a friend, and I felt like I was low-key being selfish and, you know, just leaving them behind, but leaving it with my dog. Like, you, like I felt like I did something like, okay, y'all, I, I can't remember my dog for me. Y'all got to watch her. I got to go. Bye. I don't know when I'm gonna be back, but bye. That's what it kind of felt like at first. Um, but I see that 
they don't think that I felt like that, and I'm glad that they don't. But I see that it's just me. But I felt like I let them down and stuff like that. But I see that I didn't. But I can see why I thought that, you know. But they understand my situation at the end of the day. So that's all that matters. I'm going to say something off the books. It's like off the record. As your friend, I think you did a great decision. Even though you had to leave your dog, you had to abandon your dog. You had to make some sacrifices. You made a good decision that was for you. You mean, we got out there, you was like, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Because I moved here, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Mm -hmm. I, I know what I'm doing. And you had to navigate, you had you had that little push to just push out and just just go out there and you had no choice, you had no choice to make it and be successful because I'm already here, I made the decision and I gotta do what I gotta do. Right. And I think that, I think that really taught, that actually kind of kind of inspires me too as well. So mm -hmm. I think I don't I don't think you like just through through saying that it's like oh, I'm leaving like you like you just being like like a banner you want a banner I just think you had to do what you had to do you had to make some sacrifices and that's what life is about making sacrifices making these decisions that I have to do this and I have to do that right and this is me next set next set how did how did, how was your faith tested I'm saying listen my faith was tested almost every five minutes <laughs> like. I will always fear questioning God of why he wanted me to do this. But my fear of questioning him, because I know I'm not supposed to, nobody's supposed to, but I started questioning myself and blaming myself. So when I started blaming myself, that's when I started putting all these thoughts and worries in my head and, you know, and in my, you know, my bubble, you know, so it just kind of, I kind of did that to myself, but at the end of the day, I know that everything I do works out for the good. You know, I know everybody I meet in life works out for the good. If it don't work out for the good, it teaches you something. So I don't want people to go about life thinking that everything that they come across is supposed to be good. Mm. You know, something is supposed to teach you something. Now, everything is supposed to make you feel good. You got to be taught something. You got to learn how to grow mentally, physically, and emotionally every single day. And it's not going to be easy because nothing in life is easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would be able to do it. Let's be honest. Anything in this world, if it was easy, everybody would want to do it. Because everybody loves to take the easy route. So... Yeah. So how did you learn how to stay, keep your head up instead of keeping it down? Because I know it's probably... Because I, I knew it wasn't going to help me put my head down. It, if I put my head down, I'm going to quit. So I know not to put my head down because I know... Because if you don't give up, I would never look at nobody as a quitter. If you don't give up, as long as you don't stop, you are a winner. Do not stop. But if you give up, you are a loser. Let's be honest. If you give up on what you was doing, knowing that you knew you wanted to do it, but you didn't like the results you saw, or you didn't like the type of people who received it, or you think you deserved enough, or you just didn't like the quality you put out. If you stop, then you are a quitter. And, I, as, a, and as, a, as a person in this business, I can't respect you. 
as a quitter. So if you continue to do it, no matter if you get three views, three likes, three fans, then you are winning in my eyes, no matter what. Because people feel like they got to compare themselves to other people to feel like they're somebody when you got a whole different route than this person. So you trying to act like you going on their route when you supposed to be going through your route because y'all routes ain't the same. You probably got to go through a tunnel. They probably got to go through a mountain hill. Mm. So that's how I put it. Okay. So what what how has this been? How was how has this, how has this benefited your <clears throat> you to the next level of not just moving? But just in life in general, how has it benefited you? How have you grown? How have you, what has what really changed about you all at once, really, seriously? I learned more about myself. And when I say I learned more about myself, I learned that I'm not going to let nothing stop me if I know I want to do something. At first, y'all, I used to. I used to feel, you know, like maybe this ain't for me if, you know, if this keeps coming up. Maybe this not for me, you know? I used to always feel like that. But when I know, and it, it also ties into passion. So for any of y'all out there that got something that y'all want to do and y'all know that y'all want to do it and you ain't got to get up and dread yourself to do it, that's a passion. That's what the definition of a true passion is, when you ain't got to force yourself to do it. So uh, when I figured out that, you know, that this is, you know, how I am, I don't let things get in my way, because I wasn't going to stop for nothing. Finding a place to stay for me and my dog. Or, you know, just continue my career. Because at the end of the day, I wake up every day thinking about my career and my dog. Them the only two things I think about. And something to eat. Them the only three things I think about. So, you know, I couldn't stop because I knew if I stop, it's going to stay on my mind. So I had to just go through it. Finish it out. Deal with it. Some people don't like to deal with stuff. And that's okay. Because they're just not ready. Or they don't like being in that uncomfortable position. So, I learned to face things head on and challenge it. Rather than going around it. And let it chase me. So being disciplined comes with like <clears throat> being able to face things head on, being right. able to be uncomfortable. Whether you don't like it or not. Being able to hold yourself accountable in, in your career and also just in your life personally. Mm -hmm. And look, actually analyzing and spending time on what you're building, your fan base, you're building, whatever you're building, like spending time. Because that's for example for me. Like I, I look at audiences, the like the male to female ratio, all that stuff, and continue to build into your brand. So how did you build that discipline? I built that discipline by just knowing that it's how you look and what you do in this business. Nobody care about what you think or how you feeling. Because at the end of the day, everybody's there to make money. Which is sad, I know, but it's how it is. Everybody's there to make money. So if you call that sick and you the star, your manager can't pay her bills this day. Yo, you, the road manager can't drive or pay his bills today. Mm. You know what I mean? So people don't care how you feel. They just want to know if you got the look, if you look good. 
Like, if you looking good to where nobody got to think that you feel bad or if you acting good. That's it. That's all they care about. Nobody cares about nothing. So, I learned to not... And it also ties to not taking stuff personally. You know, everybody know that, you know, when you go to work, they don't care if you're sick. Think about it like that. When you go to work, they don't care if you're sick. They want to make sure you want, you're going to work. They want to make sure you get your job done so you can clock out and go home. That's it. So, um... How I stay disciplined is just knowing that nobody cares. Nobody cares. So you can't take it personally. That's how I stay disciplined. When you go home, you can take it personally. Because when I go home, I'm going to be going home to my dog. She going to care about how I feel. So that's how I just stay disciplined. Just knowing that you ain't there for the, you know, the love. You're just there for, you know, the impact. And we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Woo! Welcome back to Southside, where we're tossing topics. We're back from our break. Still with, still here, here with us is Ahmad. And I just want to say, you know, as as we go through life and these firm foundations, you know, we have to stay grounded with a firm foundation. How God keeps us in His firm foundation. So, I want to first start off by saying that the way I keep myself grounded is especially through Christ and keeping him the you know center of my life so I can have this found firm foundation so that when I go through life that nothing can stop me and these 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 like I have all these fruits and these in my garden that are fruitful and they're you know multiplying something great in my life that is connected to God and something that what God wants for me in his life. So how has these fruits and all these things flourished in your life is these fruits fruits have flourished in my life by uh, me just always, you know, expecting the best but preparing for the worst. Mm. That's how I go about life now. You got to expect the best but prepare for the worst. Meaning that you always got to know what you want to be the outcome and you got to work towards that. But you also have to know that it's not always that. You know, and you also have to prepare yourself for that mentally, physically, and emotionally and learn how to deal with it. So. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, also, with that also being said, so how, just tell us something about Atlanta that nobody else knows and that you want us to know. Oh, one thing about Atlanta is you need to have you at least a hundred dollars plus to go on a date, especially it don't matter where you're going. If you're going to like a good restaurant that's not even expensive, but it's it's in an expensive area, you're gonna have to pay some money because parking. Yes, parking. You paying for uh the meal. Shoot, you probably can't even sit down unless you buy a drink. That's what some people do. Like that's what that's what some people do. Like you you can't. Atlanta is very busy. It's a fast city. You know, so, as Joel's, because I remember I always would say, well, what day it is? What day is it? I'd be forgetting the day. That's how busy it is. It's mm. always something to do down there. If you want to go down there, go down there for your birthday. Go down there for not a trip, because you know, that, you know, yeah, you're going down there for like a little mini trip, but not like a big trip, you know, because Atlanta is like a, it's still a city, you know, it's not like an island or something like that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, you know, you got to always just be. Just, you can't look um, like you out of place in Atlanta because they're going to know you ain't from Atlanta. 
You gotta mm-hmm. always know. You gotta look like you know Atlanta. You know what I mean? Um, I always look like I know Atlanta. You know, I'm not saying I'm not telling y'all to blend in because I don't blend in. I mix like oil and water when it comes to people that follow the leader. Mm-hmm. So, um, you gotta always just be yourself because everybody. If you say you want to do hair or makeup down there, or you want to be a barber, it's a hundred people down there that already do that. So you got to know what you want to do. You can be that too, but you also got to be different from everybody else. You got to also stand out. See, like me, want to be a model and stuff like that. My style can't look like everybody else's style. My style might be look different than yours. You might not like my style. You know. So that's how I got to put it. You know, I also got to. You got to always be original. Not everybody want to be you. Not everybody don't want to be, you know, like you. So that's how you got to put it. I mean, you got to put it. That's, 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 that's the best way to put it. So mm-hmm. just tell me how, you know, coming back in full circle, come back full circle into your dog's life. You, know, you, you say you feel whole now. Mm-hmm. How does, not just be feeling whole to have your dog back, but how, <clears throat> how are you feeling now that you're going to have her back into your lifestyle and all those things? I feel like nobody got nothing on me now. You know, I feel like she's very much well protected now that she's in my arms now. I, she was protected in my friend's arms, but people don't have to even touch her without asking me at this point. Like, people know how I feel about my dog. Like, I don't play about my dog. If my dog get in a, a fight with another dog, I'm beating the dog. You know, she ain't even gotta touch the dog. You know, that's how much I love my dog. I treat my dog like it's my baby, like that's my child. And that's what some of y'all need to do with y'all dogs. Could treat it like it's a, a house pet, puppet or something like that. Like it's just a, a, a tool around the house because they got feelings too. And trust me, my dog is real sensitive. That's why she need a daddy like me. My do- <laughs> I don't play with my dog. My dog is very sensitive. She don't know how to take care of herself. Okay. So what's something you want to share? Anything you want to share with us? Talk, talk to us, experience this one. I would like to share that for you guys that's listening never um give up on yourself no matter how hard it gets no matter how you feel about yourself no matter how you know tough the road gets and also knowing who you are is not coming from how others view you or you know what people say about you that makes you, you know, it, it gives you an obligation of, okay, this must be how I am. Knowing who you are is what you do when nobody can see you. What you do with the lights off and the door shut and everybody sleep is who you really are. What you do um, at work and your manager not at work, but you sticking that job done, that's, that's who you are. What you do, you know, Oh, and it's also, it also can be not what you do is not what you think about what you can do. It's what you actually do. That's the key right there. It's all in what you do. And I also would like to um, give out an appreciation and a shout out to Joelle's, Lene, Nayana, Asia, Styles. Nick, Chantel, 
and everybody else that I'm not going to name on here. But <laughs> um, I would like to give out a shout out to all them. But um, I really appreciate them for holding me, holding the fort down while I'm gone. You know, keeping our friendships alive, even if we're long distance. Mm -hmm. Taking care of my dog while I'm gone. That was the big plus for me, you know. Um, not switching up on me because I moved and started changing mm -hmm. my life around. Not envying it like other people. Let's be real. <laughs> you know, um... And also just being, you know, solid people I can trust. And if you got to be around a group of people and you feel like you got to hold your tongue, hold your breath, or stiff up, you ain't your friends. When you come around your friends, you're supposed to feel comfortable. You're supposed to feel loved. And you're supposed to feel like yourself. So, and that's what I get from my group of friends. Mm -hmm. No matter how far we live away. And no matter what we do in life, we are always gonna be the friends that we started off being. Cause how you start off is how you end. Mm. So I just wanna give out a shout out to them and thank them and tell them that I love them. I love you too. Thank you, thank you. And shout out to Sam. I wanna give out, give out a shout out to her. Cause she, she has been a star since I've been gone. So she been home down my fort too. She been my little star. I've, I've been with Cinnamon and Spirit, y'all. If y'all didn't know that. So, that's been my little baby. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today on this very special episode of Toss and Talk. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned. But follow our Instagram, all those good things. Remember to have a good day and enjoy the view. Have a great day. And thank you for listening to Toss and Talk. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Toss and Talk. Don't forget to stay in touch and stay connected with, with the whole Toss and Talk team by following us on Instagram at Toss and Talk with Joel. By, by following us with the click up button, you're staying connected, getting sneak peeks for each week's episodes, live Q&As, and so much more. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we appreciate your viewership. You have a great rest of your day. And remember to always enjoy the view, enjoy the day, and live in the moment.